Another week. Another week. Time flies. Yep. Life is passing us by. Right before our eyes. A work, one work week at a time. <laughs> That's how we live our lives. Yeah. Sad, sto- sad truth. So I just got finished reading this interesting article, and I okay. want your guys' opinion on it. Yeah. Apple and Comcast are trying to... I'm terrified. Yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> I'll restart. Apple and Comcast are talking with movie studios to get new release movies streamable within 17 days of release in theaters. I love that idea. It could. It said movies could cost up to $50. Oh, I hate that idea. <laughs> now, I hated it at first, too, until I thought about it. If you have, like, three or four people over... Oh, sure. That right there is worth it. Even two, like, even two people... Like a pay-per-view. Yeah, when you think of the cost of going to the theater and if you buy drinks or anything. Yeah. Yeah, you're looking at 20 bucks for one person. I don't think I would ever spend that on my, like, myself watching a movie. No way. No, but if somebody called you and said, hey, you want to come over and watch whatever and we're going to split it five ways? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's a good call. I didn't even consider that. So I'm back to being all for it. (laughs) Yeah, who knows if it's going to happen because if that happens... Movie, movie theaters, theaters. get fucked. Oh, they're done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I've said before, like I hate going to the theater, but I also don't have like any of those really fancy ones around me, as far as I know. You d- and kind of do movie tavern. Wh- where's that though? It's probably twenty minutes down the road from you. Really, Flower, Flower Town? Yeah, twenty minutes, half hour. Uh, well, I never look. Yeah. So <laughs> I've never been to one of those. So maybe my opinion would change a little bit. But I saw. I could, the Force totally Awakens do without there. it, and it's it's. I wouldn't go to a regular theater anymore because of the. Is it one of the ones that serves alcohol? Serves yeah. alcohol, leather seats, oh, okay. yeah, all that, all that good stuff. I had a glass yeah, of that's... wine watching The Force Awakens. <laughs> that's really funny. That's so fancy. Yeah. yeah. Now, fancy now, Star Wars. Here's another thing to think about, though. If it's just Comcast and Apple, what if you have to have Comcast or own an Apple device? Mm, that's a good point. Sounds like probably. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd guess that's how it would work. Although most people probably have one or the other. I have neither. <laughs> that's true. You have Verizon. I only know, and I also only know one person personally that has an Apple TV and uses it. I don't know anyone with one. Yeah. Neither do I. I, I don't know why that exists. But I'd assume, though, me. it would just be like iTunes. Like you could do that. It iTunes. is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the thing is like if you have an iTunes account, I'm sure I could do it on my PC. So yeah. it's really a non thing. And yeah. then just connect it to your tv or whatever regardless right. i thought that was interesting and that is interesting i've been waiting for that because it 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 i feel like it movies would sell more you know because like aren't aren't theaters kind of already in the decline you would say so like and it kind of it does i admit there's a part of me that like i don't know if it's from a nostalgia standpoint or what you know me i go to the movies probably yeah. every maybe monthly or every other month and you know, I still enjoy doing that sometimes, but they're, yeah. they they kind of they almost have to go away eventually. You would think. I think it's a huge waste of time going to theaters. It's so an inconvenience. Just, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's all. But I mean, would it help with sales? Because if you have those situations where there's like ten people for that, they're losing all those ticket sales. But I don't know. That's all a whole business thing that I'm sure they're weighing out. Yeah, yeah, and also, um, you have to get the movie distribution companies to be on board in the first place 
And I think that's I'm yeah, that's who they're talk. I guess that's who Comcast and Apple are talking. Yeah, because they I'm sh- they have deals with all those big theater chains. Yeah, like that's the only reason it's still that way. And I'm thinking like the bigger companies, like a Disney, maybe wouldn't go for that because all their movies sell ridiculously well in theaters, regardless. Yeah, you know? true. And, and they're Disney. And they're Disney, yeah. So. Yeah. What does Disney mean anymore, though? It it encompasses such a ridiculous yeah, they, amount. They of might things. as well be Google. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, in Disney, Disney used own. to Disney used to mean like Lion King and, and Mickey Mouse, and now and, it means and shit like that. Now it means ESPN. Yeah, and and, I, and Marvel. Yeah, and yeah. I only knew they Marvel, had Marvel. That's all I knew. Good and example. Evo. <laughs> yes, Simon, they own ESPN. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they own a bunch of things that we aren't like you won't wouldn't even realize. Well, too. it's like mm-hmm. that whole thing. There's only really five cable providers out there that own everything right. else that you just yeah, wouldn't right. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Alex, Ooh. take us away. What are, what is this episode? Um, I was, <laughs> was going to say movie business cast. Yeah, I was going to do movie cast, but then we <laughs> moved over to the ownership thing, license cast. I don't know. It's hard. License Conglomerate cast. cast. I like that. Let's yeah, go with that. One. There we go. Conglomerate cast. <laughs> Typically, we talk about video games on the two v one podcast. I'm Nick. Every week, I'm joined by Josh and Alex to talk about what we're playing and the happenings of the industry. Listener, we need you to spread the word. <laughs> we we need we do need that. I just need to keep reminding everybody that uh, and get better about that. So tell a friend, leave us a rating or review if you have not on your favorite podcast service. And guys, I'm still playing all the same video games. <laughs> well, so am I. I mean, Hellblade's yeah. a thing now. We can. We should talk about Hellblade we'll at talk the end. more in depth. Definitely. Yeah, we should. We should do a spoiler-free thing at the end because I don't think that game's worth discussing without the full. A spoiler-free? No, sorry, I fucked up. A spoiler-heavy. Spoilery. Spoilery. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I think we should do that at the end because there's nothing worth discussing anymore. I don't think. I mean, I think before we get to that, I can at least say that I really enjoyed the game. I finished it this morning. Yeah. Uh, I was weary of it at first. Like, the first, I don't know, hour, I was like, uh-oh. I don't know if I'm going to like this or not. Until it, Really? Yeah. Yeah, it, it started off weird for me. Uh, until I got to really understanding what Sanua is doing and, and all that junk. But we'll get more into it, I guess. Yeah, I, I'd say just all of it will encompass all of it at the end. I think so. it's a, I will say now, if people don't listen to the end, I think it's an extremely important game. Mm, that's uh overhyped. <laughs> we'll 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 argue about it. Your opinion is also not great. I got a text from AJ this morning, <laughs> preemptively uh <laughs> preemptively arguing with you. He just said, uh, Josh, you're wrong, Hellblade is overrated. <laughs> hey, you know what? I don't nothing will change my mind on this at all. And I don't care if you don't like the game, I don't care about the people that might not like playing the game. I think it's just flat out an important game. With what it did in a couple things. Let, let me I ask disagree. you this. D- did it have anything to do with like the... Are you separating the gameplay and the game itself from like the content, like the struggling with mental illness kind of thing? Or you're talking about the game? It's one and the same in this instance. Okay. So, but but you are saying that's part of what makes it important for you. Yeah. I think I okay. think what they did and what they how they approached what they did is important. Okay. In the future of how games can tell stories. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> we'll argue about it. I'm looking it. forward. Yeah, you also hate things that 
<laughs> I don't know. We'll get into it. It's a, it's a it's a solid game. I think it's worth experiencing. It is overrated. So it's Nick, overrated. Did you, did you see the whole thing? We finished it. it. You played it together. Yeah, we finished it when AJ was here last week. Cool. Yeah. Didn't realize that. Yeah, we did. We did the whole thing together. Yeah. Very In nice. what two sittings? Uh, no, a couple. Uh, like three. Yeah, I think it was three for me. Yeah. I didn't have near as much as you thought. You made it out that I did for this morning. Really? We were talking so you that. got through it a lot faster than us. Yeah, I finished it like an hour and a half ago. So, okay. And I left it on auto difficulty. Because that game's not difficult at all. <laughs> Wasn't difficult. Not the problem. We'll t- let's stop. Let's stop. <laughs> uh, I don't I do want, want, I don't want to have this conversation. <laughs> well, it's it ruined the game for me. That's why I want to have the conversation. I it legitimately auto difficulty. Did. It, yep. I think it improved upon the game for me because if it was more of no. a walking simulator, I wouldn't like it as much. I enjoyed fighting in that. Oh game. my god. Uh, well, let's I had not talk about it. I had one of those weeks where I had so many annoying things to do in my life, like with my car and appointments and this, that, and the other thing. So I didn't play anything new. I'm also yeah. getting that out in the air right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a couple there's like one really new thing that I think is incredibly disappointing for both of us. Do we want to address Nidhog too I, very quickly, Josh? I honestly forgot that even existed. Do yeah, I need that, to not buy it? Don't buy it, Alex. No. Uh, yeah, we're we're we like never want to play well, it here, already. Here's the really funny thing is I wouldn't be surprised if Alex enjoyed it. Well, I I did already experience the first one though, Josh. Right. But to the level let's, that we played, I think it really plays into how we don't like Nidhogg. Let's I'm, get I'm sure it. I played it one time, but I immediately fell in love. And if it's not that, then I don't want to play Nidhogg. It's 2. not, and that's the problem. So Nid, Nidhogg Two came out this week. It is a it is on PS4 and PC. It's a follow up to a game that Josh and I played the hell out of when we used to stream every week, and and Alex played it when he was here and fell in love with it. Nidhogg is a 2D one-on-one head-to-head fencing game and the objective is just to get to the left or the right and Nidhogg 2 everybody was like why why would you make a sequel to this game because the first one was very tight very quick just super fun to play and 2 just seemed kind of unnecessary from the very beginning to me and I think that was like the general reception but they made impro- they tried to make improvements. It looks a lot more visually interesting. Like everybody was kind of turned off by the weird like I don't even bulbous. Yeah. I, uh, grotesque. Yeah, crayon I think that's a good look. way of describing it. Yeah, cra- crayons. crayons is kind of good. That's a good. Yeah, like it's a, it's a very weird look. I've never seen a game that looks like this visually. And it was a turnoff, I think for all of us when it was first shown, especially the characters that you play as. They just look odd and Kind of too silly, I think. They look claymated. Yeah, claymation is an even better, I think, better uh, touchstone. But, uh, so so Nidhogg 2 is the same game, essentially. It just has this new visual look. And they added different weapons that you can play with. Previously, it was just a fencing sword, and that was it. But now there's the fencing sword, there's a broadsword, a dagger, and the bow. That's all of them, right? Yeah, that's everything. There's only only four? Mm -hmm. Okay. And I was resistant to the weapons right off the bat. Again, like, I was resistant to this entire game before it came out, but I was still excited to play it because we love the first one so much. 
And the weapons are kind of like we. What did we play, Josh? Like two games with the weapons on, and then we turned them off and went to the fencing sword. Yep. <laughs> fencing sword only. Like, yeah, like you can. It's really cool because you can choose to turn which which ones are on and off per game. So that's that's a really nice feature. Like if you like one of the new ones, you could just keep that one on or something. But I got tired of it pretty quick. It's just not what I want out of that game. Like the the. What you want is Nidhogg 1. Yeah, the spirit and what worked so well was the fencing. You know, like, was the the way that they moved and danced like fencers with that kind of sword and how the game played like that. That worked so well. So, like, adding in these new weapons, they, they, they definitely had to make a new engine for this game. And that's my biggest problem, is it does not feel good. Like, it, it doesn't feel right to me. It feels, it feels just a Off. little too floaty. Yeah, a little too floaty and slow. And, like, they, they added some different kind of attacks and animations. Like, now instead of punching, you kick. And the kicking stuff is really quick. And, uh, actually is, like, a good, well, you can dis, uh, what's it called? Wow. Disarm. Disarm, that's the word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you can disarm the other person by kicking them, which is pretty cool. If you're like quick enough, but one thing they changed is dive kicks. The dive kick in Nidhogg One was so useful. It was the only thing I could beat you with, Nick. You got I drove you nuts with it. Yeah, you you <laughs> played that game totally different than I did with like Josh and and AJ. The little bit we played together, yep. and yeah, like dive kicking was like a really useful to, like tool to use in that game. And in Nidhogg Two, they made it. They kind of punish you for dive kicking. So like. Whenever you land one, you don't necessarily recover immediately and are able to follow up with, like, a ground attack and kill the other player. You fall on the ground and are, like, staggered after landing a dive kick. So, Josh, I can definitively answer, I would hate this game. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. It's a, It was a weird call, and it's probably because dive kicking was a little overpowered mm-hmm. in the first one. But you could counter it. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't impossible. So... Anytime we were like, we played Nidhogg 2 one night, the night it came out. That was it. Have you played any more, Josh? Uh, a little bit on and off, but yeah, not not much. Yeah, and I played with AJ once. We played two matches, and uh, like last night, we were like, we were, we played a whole bunch of stuff together last night, a bunch of fighting games, and. I even asked Josh, I was like, should we play Nidhogg 2? And it was, everybody was like, I don't want to. <laughs> I, well, I'd you were rather like, play We're going to play Nidhogg 2. And I, and I asked, do you want to play it? And that kind of. Well, well, I was kind of like feeling out like what you wanted to do. Because AJ didn't want to either. He was like, I will if, if you guys want to. <laughs> what, what the, the <laughs> so, shortest lived game ever. Yeah. Like how, how disappointing. And then like the other part, the other problem with it is it doesn't have an online lobby. So like you can only play one on one. You can't trade you can't off in- between the three of you. Yeah, you can't invite multiple people into a lobby and then just like winner stays on and the other person switches out and like that that is required I think for a game like this. Like that's just mm-hmm. that's just a stupid hoop to have to jump through every time like okay, now we're done. I'll invite you, the player that was waiting to this other game and now we'll play and then we'll have to keep doing that and it's like Come on. So it That's it's dumb. it's disappointing. I'm I'm very disappointed with that game. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say on it. That's Yeah. Mm, that the the it. levels 
the levels look fantastic though like uh yeah the design of the levels they're very they're very cool looking and they're very unique and uh like crazy (laughs) uh so the new visual style works really well for everything i think other than your playable characters so that's one one positive, and the title screen is amazing. There are the menu. Oh, the menu that's, is that's amazing. Like the best thing it has going for it. The me- the menu is the best menu this year. <laughs> menu of the year. Yeah. So basically, your summary of Nidhog Two is: if you want to play Nid- Nidhog, buy Nidhog One. Yeah, and that's really that sucks. That's really unfortunate because I I was, you know, I said at the beginning I was resistant to this game, but I had I still was hopeful. And I like that developer. I mean, I've played another game of theirs, Fly Wrench. I mentioned it like one episode. I fucking loved Fly Wrench. Mm-hmm. That game is awesome. That is an awesome like side scroller time trial platformer. That's not a platformer thing. It's very cool. Which is also on PS4. It came out. You should play it. But I feel bad because like love Nidhogg One, love Fly Wrench, and then Nidhogg Two is like the like what a a stinker <laughs> of a game. <laughs> Most disappointing. So, oh nope, I take that back. Second most disappointing game of 2017. Maybe, maybe the second most. Yeah. Still can't. So can't take down the Andromeda. No. Are you going <laughs> to compile a list for that if you get enough of them? We should. But yeah. this year has been really good, so I can't this really think of any other ones. Phenomenal. Yeah, I can't think of any There's, other ones. There were top bound of my head. to be a couple of duds. Had to be. Yeah, every year there is. <clears throat> but, yeah. So. We can move off Nidhogg, too. I'm, we'll probably never mention it again. I've seen a lot of things lately regarding No Man's Sky update, and I've seen you yeah. been playing some more. I have. And I I've, want you to tell me about it, because it sounds okay now. Uh, I said last week I only got to play a little bit, and to, I think, temper your expectations, uh, it is the same game. It is. It is still very much what No Man's Sky was at launch. So no matter what, it's still very limited. I don't want to say limited. It does have all these other new things that they put in. It's just the general like gameplay loop of that game is still just collect things, sell things, travel to planets, repeat. So that that is still the loop. And I'm I'm actually finding myself playing that game a lot again. So something is something grabbed me again. And and I didn't I didn't like just brush off the first time. I played a good bit and I'm kind of enjoying that whole thing again, just collecting stuff and selling stuff because they did make some improvements in terms of how like it it's a better tutorial this time. Uh it kind of guides you in a like really good way instead of making you do everything from the very beginning on like the first or second planet. It, it like slowly teaches you how to build resources and what are what resources are important and how to travel and do you want to do the Atlas path or do you want to just free roam or here's all these new systems and whatever. It does a pretty good job now in this new state since the update. Is that part and of I the uh, is that part of the thirty hour story <laughs> update? I don't know. That's what I was just gonna say. I don't know if that's new, like from this recent update, or if that's something they changed a while ago, because I haven't checked in on it. But they they made the menus a lot more easy to read. They made your inventory a lot easier to manage and, and read and, like, know what you need to upgrade or how to upgrade things. What slots, where things go for your laser, your ship, your exosuit, 
they they kind of freed up some space in the inventory because you previously all of your equipment would take up inventory spots. Now there's like a special section of each thing, your suit, the ship, that are just for equipment so you can gather more things. Because inventory is still a problem. I recall that being one of your major complaints it's, when you first were playing. It's still it. like I still feel super limited. I still feel like my inventory's full constantly. Like so that that's a thing that I think is just a part of the game. Yeah. You have to just naturally upgrade it over time. I'm glad they, I waited and didn't play this at launch because like yes, it's still no man's sky and it still kind of revolves around what everyone was initially. But it's better. About. But yeah, yeah, it's at that point now where do you think if it launched at this point, it would have gotten all that backlash still, or do you think it would have been a little bit well on the better side? I don't of know. I don't know because it did add some of the things that they that they promised at the beginning. Uh, I haven't messed around with it too much, but there's a tool now that literally allows you to create ground or take away ground, <laughs> which that was one of the first things they showed in the reveal. And I was like, holy shit, this is a space exploration Minecraft game. And now it's that. Like, you can just build up mounds of, sh- like, mountains. Like terraforming. Like it's, it, it, it's called the terraforming. Or it, it, it might be called just the terrain tool. I put that down in the notes. I think it is just terrain tool. But it's cool because I haven't got to mess around with the whole base building stuff in this game yet. Uh, and I don't have enough resources. I've started a brand new game. So I don't have enough resources to even really consider building a base yet. But I love the idea of finding one of those bases, starting to build it up on a planet that you like, and then you can also manipulate the terrain around it. Like, that's awesome. And that that really, like, creates this whole new customization thing that that game, I think, needed from the very beginning. Have you so, uh, found any new worlds that they've added? Like, look-wise? Yeah, like uh, the biosphere stuff? Nothing crazy yet, but I do know they exist. Yeah, I've seen and a that's, couple. That is awesome. Like they're they're starting to come out. Like articles have been getting posted about. Holy shit, this is a weird planet. Yeah, and and like that's what you want. That's what that's what I've always wanted from that game. A couple of the planets that I have landed on still look very barren and lifeless, and like the original No Man's Sky. But I found a couple now that have been much more lush. Uh, much more populated with animals, like it actually feels like it's sort of alive. And that's been nice, that's been cool. There's a lot more aliens now, like just in general. Like anytime you go to a space station or you happen to find an outpost on a planet or something, there's there's a bunch of aliens, like four or five, so as more, opposed to one. <laughs> more opportunity to learn language then? Yes, yes. Okay, so it does that a lot better now too. Uh, previously... In order to learn language, you had to just find these monoliths all over planets. And they were kind of limited. Like, that was what I found a lot of enjoyment in in the first round of this game, was finding those monoliths and learning the language. I thought that was a really cool thing. Like, a really interesting, unique touch in a in a space, like, science fiction game. Like, how would you know how to talk to aliens? You should learn their language. And so, the way it did it was, like, not super great. Now it has those monoliths all over the planet, and you can just straight up ask an alien, like, here's a couple credits, or here's this material, can you teach me a word? How, and how I think are that you makes a lot of sense. the word if you don't speak their language? Yeah, it's, it has to help I you know, in a way. Know. You know, it's still a yeah, video it's, game. It's, 
It right, but I think that's a cool feature. Yeah. So like, as soon as you find four or five aliens, you're like, oh well, I'm probably gonna learn a bunch of new words right now, and it it doesn't cost a lot. It's cheap. So that's that's also an improvement, a really nice improvement. Have you noticed anything with the dog fighting yet? Or flying? No, because I haven't. I haven't done any. I never had an issue with it in the first place. I kind of just avoided it. Uh, I got. I I was playing this morning and I got a notice that it, like hostiles were after me and I just ran away. <laughs> Why were they after you? Uh, whenever you have rare materials, that attracts them because then they can kill you and steal them. I think the big appeal for why I want to get into No Man's Sky is just seeing a lot of people say how relaxing it is. And I haven't played a it relaxing is. game in a while. It really is. That I think that's kind of why I've been playing it a lot, because I'm stressed out as all hell lately. <laughs> it's and, just a uh, good zone out game. Yeah. Like, that. Like I, this week I've probably played it once a day, which is like more than any other game I've been playing lately. And it might be for like a half hour or an hour at a time or something. And it's, it's your stress ball. Currently. It is. It's really, and that's kind of what it was in the first time around. Like it really is just like, let's get in the ship and fly around. Maybe we'll collect some stuff and just see what this game has to offer. And that was like the first, one of the first things I said was like, that's cool. It's cool just to see what it creates or what happens. <laughs> yeah. I also just want to like, I want to see it. I want to see what it is and what it looks like and what is there to explore yeah i don't know how i mean long you'll I'll still come it, a... but right yeah i want to at least it, see it it is still a grind like it is still really a grind and it might even be more so than it was before because i feel like i don't have a lot of money i have not found another ship that i could i could afford or one worth repairing i haven't found any exosuit upgrades which by now i feel like i should have so I don't know if they like have drawn that out a little bit more with all this stuff they added, especially how I think building a base is very resource intensive. So like you kind of have to really work your way up to that. And and I don't know if you remember, Josh, they did a whole thing previously in a previous update where they added freighters. Yeah, I remember. like huge ships that you could purchase it, that are just out in space. They cost so much just so much how do you and, get back to them once once you buy one? well they added they added like fast travel to stuff now there's there's portals i think that was a part of the new it, update. the portal was part of the new update but do you put a portal on the freighter i want to say yes because really? you put a portal directly you no no it's probably a space station so you can whenever you find a base that you can build up there's a there's a portal in the base and it's like hey do you want to make this your base you'll be able to fast travel here and then in every single space station, which every solar system has a space station, there's a portal in there, too. So they're not limited. Uh, the portals aren't limited. Like, you can only have one base to travel to. You can place them throughout. I, I imagine you can have multiple bases, but I don't know. Because that is very far away from where I am in that game right now. I can't do that right now. How many floaty blue orbs have you seen? None. Hmm. I don't really care. Like yeah. that—that that is the other big thing with thing? this update. Yeah, the the big thing that people were pissed about was this game not having multiplayer at all. Which I don't know why it needs it. I don't know what you would do <laughs> in this game with multiplayer. But they are adding like the the first steps towards making that a reality, which is really nice to see that they actually like 
they they lied and whatever it was a bad thing but they are trying to fix that so now in this most recent update they you can see people like they're ghosts in a way, kind of like in Fable Two. Do you guys remember that in Fable Two? Yeah, I was gonna make the comparison to something like Journey, where you don't need multiplayer yeah. in Journey, but when you encounter somebody else, it's like, oh, that's that's fun. Well, kind of cool. I think I think the idea of it is really cool because No Man's Sky is very much a like singular lonely game, and when you would just happen to come across somebody, that would be a really interesting experience i like, bet the first oh, time you do you have that whole oh hey yeah, kind of a, yeah kind of like reaction. oh wow there are there are other people around or like playing this game or something so i mean i get the idea i know i it it makes sense but like they're they're making steps towards i believe actually being able to play with each other <laughs> at some point so this is this is probably them getting the like groundwork down for connecting to people and this is the first step of like, okay, now they're actually populating in your game. You can't do anything with them, but at least your games are lining up in some way. So I'm Rather sure they'll continue. And piss people off whenever it doesn't work. Yeah, R yeah, right. Like do it in really tiny pieces. <clears throat> like don't don't just say, hey, you can play with each other, and then it's a big broken mess. Yeah, I think I think they are making a good progression into making no man's sky into what it should have been and what it still may possibly be one day yeah it's just it's real I unfortunate think so about that launch yeah it sucks uh i i think there were probably a lot of factors working against them from the very beginning from that first reveal of the game it was like whoa wait you're getting too much attention and then it just just rolled and spun out of control <laughs> yeah especially for how small yeah. of a team they are like i can't imagine the pressure that you know that puts on you from from a development perspective yeah. and then I, I i mean i totally believe they were well what do i want to say here they were trying to do more than what they could with what they had yeah yeah i don't think it was i the the stupid internet fervor around them being misleading and whatever i i think is bullshit i don't think it was malicious at all no it, like it was just a it was just a bad set of circumstances <laughs> yeah and i, I for, for them and i don't think sony helped as much as they should have if anything that's what hurt, i mean they hurt the uh the whole yeah. marketing cycle of what no man's sky actually was going to be yeah they they kind of i believe probably fucked everything up <laughs> it was almost certainly their fault yeah but whatever uh that game is cool it it still was cool but it's a little more cool now <laughs> it definitely the this update boosted its sales oh i'm sure yeah i mean it was it was tr it was trending on steam oh so, in the top 100 i want to say it was in the top 10 for a week oh wow i mean so that's <laughs> that's pretty good it brought people back i'm glad they didn't put all that work in for nothing oh yeah yeah I mean, I think that game probably sold really well. Oh yeah, absolutely. from the beginning, so they have some money to play that's with. That's true. That's what the problem was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that's probably why they've been able to go dark for a little bit and just do these minor updates over time. So I'd like to. Yeah. I'd like to know. I'd like to see behind the walls of what's going on. What happened? We say that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers are still crossed. Yeah. Danny O'Dwyer might may do something. That needs to be a no-clip series. Yeah, yeah. That that would be great, and he has a relationship with them, so that that I feel like has to be coming down the road. But maybe they 
they might be under some sort of agreement with Sony that they can't. Between that so. and between that and Kojima and Konami, I'd love to know both of those stories. Yeah, No Man's Sky is probably more of a real possibility. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't ever imagine <laughs> so. that happening. With did you see Kojima came out and just like thanked Konami the other day and no. posted a video of himself and just like kind of thanking them for allowing allowing him to do whatever he wanted. No. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, Nick, if you're done with No Man's Sky, um, yeah. I did tell a lie. I played one new thing for a half an hour. New for me. Okay. Speaking of terraforming and exploring in space, that Grow Up game was free a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the weird thing. I thought I remembered seeing that it was free for a week and you could play it for a week. And that was it. One of those things where you have to play it, during that amount of time. It was a Games with Gold. But was it a, a download and keep yes. game? Yes. Yeah, oh, I have well, it. I've been, I played it for a little while. Okay. I have it too. Then yeah. yes, I did play that. And talk about a relaxed game. Oh my god. Grow Grow <laughs> Home was amazing. I didn't play Grow Up. Okay. I talked about it on here I, one time. I definitely remember that we talked about one before. And for some reason, I was thinking it was Grow Up. So if Grow yeah, Home Grow was... Up's the sequel. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah. 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 So I mean, for anybody who doesn't know... It's you're just like on a planet, I guess, or maybe multiple planets. But right now you start off on a planet and you just absorb um, plant data and fungus data and you use it to explore. And basically the objective is just get as get as high as you can. <laughs> like well, it's to find yeah. mother, I think. Right. Isn't yeah. Yeah. You got to put the, mom, mom, mother. You got to put the ship the because you crash landed in a ship and you're supposed to try and put it back together. But. The pieces okay, are so it's a little different. Through. It's a little different than Grow Home. Okay. It's a little more ambitious. Grow Grow Home was, hey, go check out this planet, or you fell out of your ship or something on this planet. It has this weird plant, this one plant. Get to the ship. Oh, yeah, and this, it was, this is a little more ambitious. Yeah, dude, but Grow Home was awesome because it was like, hey, here's this really cool plant. We need to investigate it. Force it to grow all the way out of the planet's atmosphere and back to the ship. Yeah. And the way that that game, like, had such freedom to which direction you made it grow, it was all on you. It was so impressive. Mm -hmm. Like, that, it was so cool. And I just never got around to playing this sequel. So I don't know how much... I'm sure it still does all that stuff. I just don't know how much Well, now that I know I actually own it, maybe I'll play it. Because I, I sort of figured yeah. it was... It had been converted to trial status, and I didn't... You know, maybe I had another half an hour of gameplay. So that's that was cool. about a month ago. Yeah, something I like that. I think that it was free. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, I'm. Oh, I must. Have I bought heard it like then because I, I had it a while ago. You bought it. Okay. I remember you bought it. Yeah. 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 I didn't hear like super positive things about the sequel because it was like one of those games that like probably didn't need a sequel. Exactly. But, yeah. As that happens all too often nowadays. Yeah. The alluring thing with Grow Home was how simple it was. And how how open ended it was to complete that simple task, mm -hmm. like that. That's what was really cool. I think I think they, like we said, got a little ambitious with the second one and made it more of an actual like game, <laughs> <laughs> which sounded like it was maybe not as positive as it should be. But yeah, I want to play that someday. Yeah, I never finished. I probably won't. Probably not. Too many things. Too many other games. What other games? Well, now that I'm done with Hellblade, there's Matterfall and Undertale that I want to get to. 
Undertale's only like two hours or three hours long. Oh, good. But you can play through multiple times, I heard, I guess. I never would. No. <laughs> no, I think I think that game lends itself to a single playthrough. I know it's meant in a way to be played multiple times, but after I finished it, I was like, I have no interest in doing this again because there are some really slow parts to that game that are purposeful, but... Do you hold yeah, that game would... in, in the highest regard that a lot of other people on the internet make it seem to be? I thought it was really good. I'm not a fanboy. It was in my top 10 Yeah, I, I uh, that, that year. Um, it, it It's awesome. That's a that's a really unique thing, and it's very endearing. So I, I think you'll enjoy it. I think anybody that didn't play it on PC absolutely should play it on PS4. Yeah, it has that whole, what is it, old school JRPG kind of look to it, like SNES era. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited and then it for throws it. In the, it throws in the twist of um, bullet hell <laughs> with the bosses. Oh. Yeah, see, yeah. I don't really know much else about it. It's pretty cool. It's, it's, it's sweet. I know you can beat the entire game without killing anything, which is kind of fun. I'm... Yeah, that's like... Go ahead. I was going to say, that's like the right way to play it kind of but you do what you want and you'll see oh, how it I'll do what things. I want yeah I won't be killing anyone <laughs> I, f- I fucked up in my game and could not figure out how to not kill the first person you fight and I accidentally killed them and I felt bad the whole game <laughs> and then it makes you feel and then it makes you feel even worse later on and then there were a couple there were a couple bosses that again I could not figure out how to not kill them so in order to just keep moving, I had to kill them. So you're a terrible I didn't person. Get, I I felt like a terrible person. It really it really drives that idea home at the end of the game too, which is which is really well done. Yeah, I like how games can make you kind of have those sort of regrets while playing. Yeah, the writing in that game's fantastic, and the music's really good too. Good. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll yeah I'll play that after Matterfall. I think if I if I remember correctly, Undertale is. The one with like this really, really weird subculture, especially with it does. Like, yeah, it's yes, so, it has a with very young kids. It has a very young uh, kids. Dude, yes. it's really yep. weird, Josh. Yeah, I don't even know how to explain it. Can you share? It has it? Can a you explain huge it fan base. Yeah, in terms of the characters and and the memes that stem from the characters and yeah, like I well, don't know. it's because, like I said in endearing earlier, like a lot of the characters are super relatable. And it's it's kind of uh, about angst, so that's probably why it resonates with younger people. Teen angst, like for real. Yep. That that's what a lot of it is. It, it, there you can there's dating in that game. You can date people in that game, and like it's awkward, like dating people for the first time in yeah. high school and stuff. So like your it's, explanation is making more and more sense now. It's it's real good. That's that is a I th- I think a must play, but. It is also very different and hard to get into. It it starts off very slow. <laughs> we should make a list of all of our must plays. The must every plays. Time we say yeah. it. I've always I've always wanted to make a list of the unmentionable games, but we never I never keep track of them. What do you mean unmentionable? Like we don't talk about Dark Souls, we don't talk about Halo, we don't talk about Destiny. Those games. Speaking of Destiny, like that's soon. Is that worth? You canceled your pre order. Yeah, I did, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to play it immediately. I do think it's interesting, though. You're not that excited about it. I don't want to get sucked into another one. Like I don't want yeah, to get sucked into a game. I think it... Right now, why I have no interest in it is because I think it's a waste of time. I, I think there's other things I could be doing. That, that, and other that's games I could why be I canceled it. But 
again, I'll probably I will play it someday. Yeah. But there's just too many other things right now that I'd rather either get caught up on or, or wait for a couple other launches later in the year that I'd I don't want to. I don't want to put seven hundred hours into another game like I did with the so, first. So, so basically, no the whole reason that I have been defending myself for the past like two and a half years of why I wouldn't play Destiny is now what you're doing. Also, I think it's because like I've also already experienced point, it too. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Is like we played the first one. It's and really nothing it. new for you guys. Yeah, yeah. It, like I get it. And I know what I'm in for. And we mentioned that after playing the beta. It's like, oh, man, I see this dark path ahead of, like, hours and hours doing the same thing over and over. And I would love all those hours that I'd be playing it. Yeah. But I, I want to hold off and get some other things out of the way first. Cause I still have a couple other games I want to play. I'm going to check out the PC beta just out of curiosity. That's like in a week, I think. Yeah, that's soon. pretty soon. Do you download so the... I'll... Whatever you have to download for it? No. I have Battle.net. That's what you would need, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I already have that because of Overwatch and yeah. stuff. That's not like a big task to do. Yeah. I already have an account and stuff. So. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. You and your cool accounts. I know. I'm, I'm pretty cool. PC is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, I only have like... One other thing to talk about, yeah, I, very briefly. I have no idea what uh, this is. That is Killer Instinct on Xbox One. Uh, as as we've been mentioning too much lately is the fighting game craziness. How did this happen? But I was trying to think, what what spurred all this? I was thinking, I was thinking about this last night too. It was AJ. Okay. It was completely AJ, and it was uh, we just were playing stuff. He was like, "Let's play something." He had Mortal Kombat. I was like, yeah, I really like Mortal Kombat. So I bought Mortal Kombat, and we played that. And then we only played it a little bit, but then he was like, we should get Tekken 7. And I was like, I haven't played a fighting game in a long time. Let's get Tekken. And I we got Tekken, and it's amazing. And then it just spiraled so out of control now. I was, where I was getting that a little is sad like, last night. Guilty Gear pisses yeah, me Yeah, I was getting sad with both of you. Not like Gu Guilty, Guilty Gear is now. absolutely... It is way too fucking hard. And it, it's so frustrating when you... It is. It's too. That is a very difficult. Game. I guess I have nothing to gauge anything on because Guilty Gear is really the only one I played. Yeah, fighter and wise. yeah, and and we this is AJ and I were talking about this last night while playing Street Fighter because we have played the shit out of Guilty Gear. I was looking at our numbers. We played so much Guilty Gear, mm -hmm. and we and neither of us feel comfortable with it. Really, and that's that's crazy. Yeah, and that's crazy. Like. There's a couple characters I feel comfortable with, but I can't just play anybody and be like, okay, I know exactly what to do. It's just, it's ridiculous. Can you There's do that too many... in Tekken and Street Fighter, though? Yes. Yep. Hmm. Yes. For the most part, yes. Street Fighter, for sure, because everybody mostly has... Street Fighter is light, medium, heavy punch kick, and that's it. And all most of their inputs are incredibly similar for special moves and whatnot. It's... Street Fighter is rather simple the the depth comes later like whenever you're trying to go to the next level of playing it but in order to just pick up and play street fighter is very easy to just jump right back into at any second for me at least and aj i believe he he agrees but guilty gear fucks me up like <laughs> if i don't play it for a little bit and we come back to it it just totally fucks me up 
So I still love that game. It is incredible. It's very worth playing if you like fighting games. It's just it's just so frustrating to me anymore. It's, and it's only after playing Street Fighter that you're realizing this? No, I... Well, maybe. Actually, yeah, maybe. I mean, we have played a hell of a lot of Street Fighter in the last, like, two weeks. Like, it's kind of insane, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to buy Street Fighter today, and then you guys turn around and buy another fighter and not be playing Street Fighter anymore, right? I don't know. I don't plan on getting anything soon. AJ wants to get Marvel vs. Capcom. I don't really want to. He'll probably convince me, but I... Right now, I don't really want to. I I want to sink time into Street Fighter. I actually I actually want to play Street Fighter online and stuff. Like I've been playing it online. Uh, so yeah, I want to get good at Street Fighter. Actually, okay. So I can feel so, comfortable getting Street Fighter, knowing you guys will still be playing. You can just get rid of it if we don't play it, because I don't think you're going to like that game. Why not? Because it's not Guilty Gear. Because <laughs> because you're coming you're coming in at a disadvantage against us right now. Well, I came in at a disadvantage with Guilty Gear. I know, but you actually sunk a bunch of time into it. I don't see you sinking time into Street Fighter for for whatever reason. I just don't see you doing that. And I would love if you did because it's it's great. All the hate against it is for people that love Street Fighter Four. We didn't play that as a newcomer. I think Five is great. It's it's so easy to jump into and just start learning and it's fun so i will dig into it this weekend speaking of street fighter what i was going to start with was killer instinct killer instinct is awesome on xbox i was not expecting that yeah it it is so cool it's very different but also very similar to street fighter like it's it's based on the same thing light medium heavy punch and kick but killer instinct is conducive to button mashing it's it's intended to button mash. And that's really cool the way that it does it. Like, we started playing it when he was here last weekend, AJ. And uh, we were kind of like, I don't understand this game. It feels clunky. The Xbox One controller is a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> like, I hate it now. I actively hate it now after spending so much time with the DualShock 4 and using it to play fighting games. The Xbox One controller feels like a light cheap piece of crap i agree i felt that way after playing bloodborne and uncharted yeah i think i it, mentioned it just, that before the the buttons don't feel good at all it, it's too light the d-pad is a disaster for fighting games and i hate well it. you need to go out and get yourself an elite controller then no <laughs> no i'm not gonna do that <laughs> so yeah, there's one bad thing. 150 dollars yeah that's fucking i wouldn't crazy. spend a hundred dollars on it no god i'd pay 60 for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> I wouldn't do that either. Yeah. But uh, anyway, Killer Instinct is really cool. It's a great Xbox One exclusive because, boy, does it need those. Yeah. Uh, but I was surprised at how much we liked it. Like, when we started playing that, playing that that's kind of all we wanted to do until AJ left. Have you played like, since? We got, really, we got, like, really into that game. No, I haven't because I don't have anybody to play against. I have it downloaded. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know if you finished it, but we should play it. You should play Street Fighter first, because okay. it'll get you in the general like mindset of how it works. But if you happen to grab Killer Instinct, listener, when it was free with gold, and the Season 2 that was free with gold, totally a game worth checking out. It is so fun to play to, because of the button mashing thing. It's the I, I can kind of try and explain that a little bit more. You are meant to do super big combos in that game. Yeah, so like that's how it's always been. Well, 
I don't know, because we played, and, and actually, AJ and I recorded a video of Killer Instinct that I'm going to post this week. Uh, we played the new one on Xbox, and then we went and revisited Killer Instinct Gold on Rare Replay just to see the difference, and I'll put that in the video too. Killer Instinct Gold, garbage game. Awful. <laughs> I, guess, so I guess I should say SNES. Is the yeah, one I'm so the to. yeah, and the SNES one I always heard was better, but they have to be somewhat similar in terms of playing. And like going back to them, holy hell, do they feel weird? <laughs> like that game feels so weird and and clunky. And I used to love that game on N64. I used to play but... that in the arcade at Blazers. Growing yeah, up. the arcade version is supposed to be the best version. I of that, played which is what the SNES version was. Yeah, yeah. So. Look out for that this week. We were drunk when we did it. We did a power hour and then recorded Killer Instinct. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Speak, yeah. Speaking of drunk recordings, be sure to check out the most recent Until Dawn. Also, also keep up with Until Dawn with Alex and I, which is post continuing to post. I think I, I will have episode six up as well. How many yeah. episodes we, are there we sound, this? We sound There's going to be... Bombed. Yeah, yeah. We didn't really... at Near the end of that video, we, like, weren't talking. Yeah. <laughs> Spaced out. Uh, yeah, uh, there's going to be eight episodes total, I think, because we lost one, unfortunately. The best one. But um, real quick, because we just keep getting, I keep getting sidetracked. Killer Instinct works by button mashing. You do a you do a opening move like a special move, like a like a Hadouken in Street Fighter, like a fireball, or some sort of special kick, and then you mash on punch or kick, and it keeps the combo going. And while you're doing that, you're you're supposed to keep inputting special moves that then keep the combo going and then after that one you keep button mashing and you can you can build up to doing like super powerful special moves that's what the shadow moves are that's why it's it's like shadow lords or whatever is the current subtitle of that game i think mm -hmm. um that's just one of your super meters that's at the bottom of the screen and it's just a powered up version of a special attack and it is just fun as hell like doing pulling that stuff off you're trying to break the combo by doing, like... Combo breaker. Combo breaker. And the announcer of Killer Instinct is fucking amazing. He's so funny. And every time you do a combo combo breaker, he just screams, Combo breaker! Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that was a good rendition. It's so, it's so satisfying every time. And when you happen to do a combo breaker, it's really satisfying. Because while you're getting... If you're stuck in a combo from the other player, you have to do... You have to press two punch buttons or two kick buttons, and you have to figure out, is it a light one, a medium one, or a heavy one? And it depends on what the other player is doing to you. So, like, if they're doing light combos to you, if you do a light combo breaker, you'll break the combo. If you miss it, you get punished, and then you can't do a combo breaker. And it tells you what they're doing, so you can then, then you can figure it out next time and break the combo. And it's a really cool system to have to be paying attention to. And it's like a totally different way to be playing a fighting game. Like, the combos don't do a ton of damage unless you're really good at them and can continually do them. So, you don't necessarily get punished by getting caught in a combo. Once you're caught in a combo, you want to then be doing this other game, this other head game of like, okay, are they doing light attacks? Or are they doing medium attacks? Or heavy? Can I break it and then follow up? And it's just really fun. It's like a back like, and forth rock paper scissors. Yes, yes, and it's and it like we've had we had some really intense matches. I do want to throw out that I am 
leading in stats <laughs> in that game. That is, that is the one game that I can beat AJ at, which feels really good. But uh, he he complained that it's the Xbox controller and he doesn't have an Xbox and yada yada whatever. <laughs> uh, just give me that one because that's the only game I have wins in. <laughs> but yeah, that game is really fun. I I wrote that game off when we when Josh and I first played it before we like really understood so how I. to play fighting games. Yeah, yeah. And now now having a little bit more knowledge of it and how similar it is to Street Fighter and that that style of a fighting game, it's. It's really fun. It's not at Evo, and right? It was. It was uh, two years ago, maybe, I, I think, or, or maybe last year. I don't know. I've never looked up, but it was before. It doesn't. Um, it just doesn't have that kind of following like the primary fighters do, I feel Well, like. it's stuck to Xbox. Uh, that's right, yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not on anything else, and I don't think. I don't, I don't even know that it's on PC. And quite frankly, when it comes to fighters, it's PS4. Yeah, the, it is PS4. You don't like, want to use... Yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like it's a pain in the ass to have to set up an Xbox station or something at Evo when everything is on PS4. So, yeah, I don't know. Cool. Play it. Yeah. It's it's very cool. And watch our video, because uh, I, I, I think I still ultimately ended up beating How's it. How's the lobby system in it? Well, we only did... We, we didn't do online. We were doing local, so oh, I have no idea. Oh, that's right. You, you and I can figure that okay. out. Okay. Yeah. When I kick your ass uh, at it. Do want to follow up that you mentioned last week, or you were sort of defending Killer Instinct on how it did DLC. That game's expensive. Oh, is it? And it locks out a lot of characters. Huh. If you didn't, if you didn't happen to get it when it was free with gold, it's not cheap. And I that's have to look because and see what version I have. Because I'll play it well, if I have that new newest one. Yeah, it's called Shadow Lords. It, it, it was season two that was free with gold. To, couple months ago okay. maybe maybe last year actually it's been a while but even even season two only has like 16 characters now so if you had only gotten season one for free i think you can only play with like 10 people or something or even less so it's because that game was initially free when it launched like that that was the business model for it yep and that's not that's i mean that's fine but if you want to get everything right now, I think it's 40 bucks. So that's not too bad. So, yeah. Individual characters are like $10. Ew. Ew. <laughs> yeah. The, Arbit the Arbiter is a character in that game. Ew, that's cool. He's, he's 10 bucks. if you want to buy him separately. You know how many teenagers bought that? <laughs> probably. What? The oh, Arbiter? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But um, I really recommend that game. We were so surprised at how much we liked playing it. After after getting a feel for it, so you know I've been playing a shitload of what Lawbreakers. Uh, yeah, I haven't played a ton, but I'm playing it. I'm every so playing often. a lot. It it has that loop that Overwatch doesn't have, at least for me, where it's always just one more game, just one more game. Overwatch doesn't do that for you. I thought you played the shit out of it. I did, but it's not typically when I play Overwatch. I get on, I'll play like a match or two, and then I'll get mad and I'll stop playing. Whereas in Lawbreakers, I don't give a shit. I just love playing that game. Interesting to note. It's probably because you play ranked stuff in Overwatch, right? Uh, sometimes, but I also is play, that why I you get mad? Arcades. I was just gonna say that would explain the mad part. I don't really care yeah. about my rank in it, though. I think it's. Oh, I thought you did. 
the only reason I'm really play, I ever started playing the ranked matches, quite frankly, is because you build up another set of uh, like a certain type of credits that you can unlock gold weapons. So I was trying to unlock gold weapons for certain characters, which you can only get by playing ranked. Yeah. That's the only reason and I started just, playing it. And it's just a gold. It's weapon. just your weapons gold. Yeah, I know. Sounds goofy, yeah, that's but kinda, that's, that's that's lame. I mean, <laughs> it's Overwatch. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it could just be something that since it's new that I'm doing that, but every game I play, it's just I want to keep going and keep going and keep playing. It's bad. Yeah. I haven't got sucked into that, um, but my time has been limited, so I'll, I'll only play like a match or two. I played a couple this morning and had, had a good time this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am noticing the very limited player count, uh, which sucks. I haven't. I noticed. Yeah, I, I want to say, I'm, I'm kind of wondering if the PS4 player base is bigger which i'd be surprised but it might be uh i played with every time i play i'll get stuck in the same group of people now are you backing out after matches or are you rolling with the same group because it does no 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 i i've so i tested this because this is what i was trying to explain to you yesterday i would back out Mm -hmm. like when i noticed this happening i was like okay they're not bringing in a lot of new people and when people quit, it starts to take a really long time to fill up. So I'd back out and just try and start it again. And I, I was doing this also because the people I was playing against were absolutely destroying me. So I was like, let's see if I can get another round of people that aren't as good. And got thrown right back into games with those people. Um, now, granted, this morning when I was playing, you know, it was early in the morning. Took a really long time to get into a game. And then once we were playing, we were playing, and it was the same people because we were staying in the same mm-hmm. match, right? But as soon as a couple people dropped out, could not get a game going again. Hmm. That's so, strange. That sounds really limited. Yeah. I've had yeah. I've had no issues like that on PlayStation. I got into matches yeah, so that, without a problem this morning at all. Yeah, and that's what's that's what I'm saying. I wonder I wonder if it picked grabbed more PS4 players than the PC version, which is weird. That's weird, but I don't know. Don't shake your head. It wasn't even supposed to be coming to PS4. Yeah, that was like such a short notice announcement. Well, hell, good, good thing it has. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like that. That's what I think is interesting. And we'll see. We'll see what happens when it comes to Xbox too. I guess. Yeah, I I'm really loving Lawbreakers, and I think it's from a review standpoint, at least, and from what me, the, you know the media has been saying about it, I think it deserves what it's trying to do and what type of game it is. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a. I think it's a great game. Uh, I wish. I wish it was getting a little bit more notice and maybe came out. Maybe would have came out at a different time. I don't know when would be a better time, but it just. I don't know. It just seems like nobody wants to give it time. Yeah, and that at sucks, all. Because it's it's, it's a really sucks. good game. Yeah, it it's very it's very easily just getting looked over, and that's really unfortunate. Yeah, it makes me wonder so. why. Like, cause there was. I don't feel like there was a very good marketing push for that there game. There wasn't, and Cliff even said that he, they regret streaming the alpha version of it because they think it put a lot of people off. Yeah, and and really, there was a lot of built... Like, that game's... When it first was first announced, it was kind of exciting, but then it was in this, like, only alpha and beta version for a while. Mm-hmm. So, like, I and it, and nobody was ever talking about that, so... It just can. I think it just kept getting forgotten about, and nobody gave a shit. You know what? I just thought that out. could be hurting Lawbreakers on PC. How what? many fucking people play Battlegrounds? 
Battlegrounds, again, see, that that's what I was trying to think of was the timing. The timing is bad because Battlegrounds just exploded kind of around it, uh, the time that it broke this we were crazy, leading up to it. It broke this crazy number that it had more consecutive players on at one time than, like, Dota did. Yeah. Which is yeah. insane. Yeah, you're right. That's probably a big, big factor is is, is Battlegrounds. Yeah. Battlegrounds is just... It's I it's unbelievable. It's just it's it's crazy to me what that game. Yeah, has done. and it's it's funny because I've lost basically all interest in yeah. it too. Yeah, I'll still play it once it comes to console. I probably won't. I don't know. It depends. We'll see. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, we're kind of. I <clears throat> there's a quick announcement I have to make. Okay. I'm sure, you guys have probably seen it. Um, Swery has. Yeah, it's yeah. on the list. Alex. Okay, well, I'll, I'll take it considering he's like my god. So, <clears throat> Swery has announced that he's coming out with a new game through his indie studio called White House, and the game is called The Good Life. It will be uh, crowdfunded on Fig. I'm definitely going to be doing that. Do you, under, do you know just, what Fig is? Yeah, it's a it's like Kickstarter for games. Yeah, a developer. No, it's. Kind publisher, of. rather. It's not going to matter at the level that he's going to back it, Josh. Yeah, it's like... There you go. You have to buy shares, and they're like a grand. Yeah, no, you don't have to do that anymore. This oh, is they $29. Stopped they stopped that. <laughs> yeah, they stopped that. They opened it up to the general public. You have to you have to back a certain amount to get kickback, which is like a grand or more, Okay, so that's... Okay. This this says $29. Um, but yeah, it, no, it's it's basically Kickstarter anymore, unless you're dumping a lot of money into it, which you're not, so... Because you're not getting <laughs> rewarded for anything, right? No. I just want to support saying. it. That's it. Right. Yeah. Yes. So the best thing that I read about it is in his quote, uh, and if you, you know if anybody wants to check it out, you can just Google it, but in his quote he said, this game will inherit the spirit of Deadly Premonition, my most representative work, but it will also feature a brand new style of gameplay. So that sounds amazing. And then th- this is just so ridiculous. You play as Naomi, a photographer who travels to the odd small town of Rainy Woods in rural England. Amazing. Yeah. And everybody's operating on a full 24-hour schedule, yada, yada. And then every night, everybody, including Naomi, turns into cats. Yeah. So, very excited about this. Yeah, and this is what we talked about. This is the game we talked about last week that wasn't supposed to get announced until... Yeah, um, PAX. Until PAX, but I guess Fig kind of broke it open. Leaked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I can't lie. Not super interested in it. I, I um, I'll blindly support it because other than other than it's I'm excited swear he's making another game and uh, we'll see what it is but like I don't like cats so <laughs> there's the first problem uh, the idea is really funny though so I think it's gonna be more like a adventure game again yeah he you keeps know, calling like a visual... it a daily life RPG yeah, yeah I think it's gonna be one of those like visual novel adventure games that is based around real time a timer and stuff so. It's a long ways off. I don't. Yeah, it's a long ways off. I'm sure it hasn't been funded yet. Yeah. Probably. Q3 2019. Yeah. Oh, that's not that. That's. I mean, that's far, but not as far as I'd guess. I'd yeah, be willing but, uh, to say it's before, two years from now. Before anything, I'd be through. willing to say it's going to get pushed. Maybe. Doesn't sound like that big of a scale of a game, though. Yeah, but look what happened with something like uh, Bloodstained. How once they got all that funding, it automatically turned into something else that got pushed a million. That's times. true. Yeah, that's true. Which I still uh, have no idea when that game's coming out. Me either. <laughs> it's next year, I believe. Yeah. But um, I want to, for sake of time, I want to get through some things quickly. 
Crackdown 3 got delayed. What the fuck is Xbox anymore? <laughs> you know what? Like, I think we jokingly put Crackdown on the embargo list because it's so nothing at this right, point. Right. I don't care. No, I know. I don't I'm joking. Know, I don't know that anybody cared. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to who really was, like, anxiously waiting for that game. Yeah. Terry it's Cruz. not like it would have made a huge difference. But Xbox had nothing this year. Nothing. Halo 2. Or Halo Wars 2, right? Yeah, and that that's, was it. And that's and Forza Seven. Those are the only Horizon, Forza Horizon. Xbox exclusives, that was this year, wasn't it? No, that was last oh, year. Well, shit. All right, yeah, then yeah, nothing. Yeah, they they are they are fucking. Up. That that article was well, an article I read was really interesting about how like selling off Xbox might help it, and how Amazon would be a prime person to buy the Xbox branding. Hmm. Yeah. Amazon, they need, Xbox. They need something. They need games and games and games. And they do not have that. And it's like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, and I, One X, Xbox One X, is their uh, pre-orders are opening up soon. Wonder how that's going cares? to go. Yeah, like, what? why would you get one? And you know what, it's so funny, too, because I was listening to another podcast, and they called it the Xbox One Expensive. That never even crossed my mind. It makes total sense. Yeah, that sense. never crossed my mind yeah, either. That's yeah. pretty funny. That was on Beastcast. You didn't hear that? I didn't hear oh. that. I probably tuned out for a second or something. Yeah. So. What is it? So is yeah, it 500 bucks, right? 655? Xbox is doomed. Um, though, like I said earlier, it does have some pretty good exclusives, a.k.a. Rare Replay and Now Killer Instinct. <laughs> <laughs> Games that came out how long ago? How long ago? I love it. Yeah. Forza Horizon is a good exclusive, too. It's on PC. You okay, can play it on PC. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I uh, hate that. I hate that. Console exclusive? Well, I get it, but like that, whenever I say exclusive, it's just implied that I mean console exclusive. But that shouldn't be implied. That's why I always give you shit for it, because that doesn't yeah, make sense. Yeah, I feel like it gets you on 50% of them, Josh. Oh, I've, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I totally, I'm totally aware of it, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Halo Wars 2, technically not an exclusive. Neither is Forza 7. They're on PC. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So... Again, what is Xbox? But um, I just wanted to read an email we got real quick to answer a question because I think it's a probably easy answer. Uh, we got an, an email from Keith. What's up, Keith? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. Love the show. Keep up the great work. My question is, should I buy the Nintendo 2DS XL? Yes. I was thinking about getting, I was thinking about getting <laughs> the Switch, but I don't think I'll have enough time with school coming up to make that big of a purchase. Thanks. Uh, I, I figured Alex would, of course endorse that yeah but i would probably recommend that over a switch right now too because it's half the price yeah half the price and you know there's a couple games you can play on switch and it presumably more it's you know like mario coming out and everything yeah but if you're worried there's a much bigger backlog yeah and library on the it's it's half the price and if you're worried about time you know you don't have to you don't have to play the brand new stuff that's coming out right now or in the coming months and just You've probably heard Keith in the past several episodes. You know, I was very excited about it because I have this whole world of games that has now opened up to me that I largely missed. So yeah, definitely, like definitely buy that for one hundred and fifty dollars. I I love it. It's a great console. I love the Switch. The Switch has had a fantastic year. I think to everyone's surprise. Mm-hmm. And is going that. to and is going to end the year fantastically, I yeah. think. So, definitely recommend getting one at some point. Yep. 
but since they're still hard to find and it's more expensive are they still hard to only, find i think so i see them yeah. i swear i don't know if it's just me and where i'm at in stores all the time all the time target Best really Walmart. josh you're in a fairly rural you're in area. a weird place yeah you're not you're in you're no longer you're by a, metro areas York yeah is right big but i guess not that big no, it's in central PA. Yeah, it's it's not. Let's put it this <laughs> like, way: you're not in Philly anymore. Yeah, so. yeah you're not in Philly. Yeah. So yeah, no, I still don't see <laughs> did any. You see, at, anywhere. Did you see Walmart has an exclusive bundle now? Exclusive console, I should say. No. They have this platoon bundle, which gets you like certain colored Joy Cons and stuff, oh. and like some sort of carrying case Splatoon base for it. Yes, actually, I think a friend just got that. I did see that. Oh, I didn't know it was out. Yeah, no, I, there is a Splatoon bundle, unless Walmart's is different, but there is a Splatoon bundle. It comes with a special colored grip, and it comes with the Splatoon carrying yeah, that's, case. That's Walmart. very, it's very uh, flamboyant. <laughs> do you see? Do you see the next um event thing they're doing? What? Yeah. What is it? Flight versus invisibility. Yeah, flight versus invisibility. I'd, I'd next go Splatfest. Invisible on that, no doubt. I think I would too. Uh, I'm sure I'll talk about that when it's actually coming. I haven't played any Splatoon this week, actually. So, um, yeah. So I think since for sake of time, we should if we should continue the Hellblade thing and wrap that up. Yep. Uh, it's not going to take Alex, long because I'm just going to get frustrated. Okay, yeah, but I mean, I we don't have it. to argue. I have I have grievances to air about that okay. game, no matter what. So, uh, I think that's going to do it for the full ep- normal episode. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for listening. You can find us every week on all podcast services. Leave us a rating or review on your favorite one. Tell a friend. Spread the word. Get at us at social media at 2v1podcast. And you can write us in emails. Feedback at 2v1podcast.com. Check out AJ and I playing Killer Instinct while we're drunk. And check out Until Dawn with Alex and I while we're drunk. While we're drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do we have a drinking problem? Maybe. But I don't know. The jury's out on that one, but uh, yeah. I'm gonna go with yes. <laughs> you you have a uh, you have fair warning now. We are just going to talk openly about Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice. So, Alex, are you gonna stick around? Yeah, I, I'm not gonna play that. I didn't so. think you would. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I ultimately enjoyed the game. I'd say I thought the story was pretty good. I hated the gameplay. And it ruined the experience. I had no issues with it at all. The gameplay-wise. I actually enjoyed the moments of five enemies around you and having to worry about where you're at situated against them and, and what attacks you should be using. I enjoyed it. Can you I explain think... the auto difficulty? Not really. Yeah. I mean, it's just... Well, not really. No, I, I don't but really know I what have it affects. A... I have an... Well, I know what it affects. Okay. I can tell you right now. Uh, it increases the enemy health. Okay. So, <laughs> as you're playing, and you happen to get through combat scenarios with really no issue, you probably don't die, and you just don't take many hits or anything, the game continues to scale up the enemy health. And I want to say probably frequency of enemies, like number that you fight, because the reason... I got so fucking fed up with the combat in that game was, uh, let's say, let's say after the the section where you lose your sword. Yeah, where you have to um, do the four relic things. Yeah, 
uh, because you go to hell right after that. Once you get your sword correct? back, yes. Yes, so you go into hell, it's real fucked up, and it's raining blood, and it's cool, it was a cool thing. And you get thrown into constant combat in that area, and that's all I it know is. the exact area you are speaking of. And when that happened, I had still been on auto difficulty. I, I, AJ and I were switching off controls, not throwing him under the bus. He was struggling a little bit with the combat. So mm-hmm. I mostly just played the game by the uh, latter half or so. And I wasn't having any trouble with it. So by that point where you get to hell and you have to fight a fucking horde of enemies that seamlessly never ended... And if you die, you have to fucking do it over again. It was taking forever, dude. I was doing that for like 20 minutes. You were fighting enemies for like 20 minutes straight. And that was fucking retarded. Like that completely ruined any interest I had in anything happening in that game. I was so, so It's so funny because it had the exact opposite effect on me. I had my breath held that entire time. I had oh my, my teeth God. clenched. I was just marching my way through those enemies and just looking to get to the end. And I thought it was great. I think because it wasn't hard, it was tedious, and it never ended. I was like, dude, this isn't why I'm playing this game. This is fucking stupid. I don't remember it taking then, that long. but Oh, my God. I'm probably exaggerating. It took 15 minutes. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah. It took 15. That's still 10 too long. It was unbelievable, and and it was because of the auto difficulty, because I think at that point, I was probably on, like, hard or something, because enemies would take, like, a lot of hits to die. You were using and your focus attacks, too, right? Of course. Okay. Yes. You have to. Yeah. You have to. You'd never For get some enemies, you actually legit have to. So. Yes, you have to. Right. So, that was bad. That was, like, the turning point of when I was like, I am fed up with this oh, game. Oh, man, I thought I that was the cool. It. I think hell, period. Everything in hell was so fucking cool. The, I think you should have walked through that area with maybe one combat scenario of a couple dudes, and that's all it should have been. The wall of arms while you were walking. Oh, that game. I think the visuals yeah, hey, and the scenery in that hey, game. Hey, that was cool. Hey, all that stuff was cool. Wasn't the combat. The combat sucked my ass. <laughs> and and ruined the pacing. Alex, pacing. the pacing of that game's fucking terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, boy. Like, the, fa- the fact that it throws enemies at you just for the sake of throwing enemies at you is garbage. Like, that, that was such a bad design decision. It's like, hey, we need to make this a game. I'm excited to like, look this, this stuff this up. Is, I want to see this. Yeah, like, like, and the combat is not bad. It's fine. Like, and it's it's unnerving. The enemies are cool. They look cool. They sound cool. The combat is it is intense. You should have only done it a couple times. Like, the effect would have been a lot more impactful. Yeah, because even up to that point in getting in hell, like for the entire maybe hour and a half prior to that, you don't fight a single enemy. Yeah, well, I didn't like that area either. It was I, I got the idea, but yeah, no, you don't. It takes a long break from fighting, which was nice. I was happy about that. I was looking forward to more fighting. But then guess what you do? Shitty puzzles. Yeah. Then you do some shitty puzzles yeah. that are not interesting. <laughs> like, at all. Like, the, the puzzles, I even complained about it last week, I think. Maybe I only complained about the combat. Once you do the puzzle a couple times... It's like, holy fuck, I have to do this a million more times. The same thing 
over and over. Okay, here's an arbitrary gate. Let's go find a bunch of these runes in just weird places that has not really much to do with the story at all. <laughs> like, okay, let's make a game out of this because it can't just be a narrative experience. We have to make it a game. And, like, that, that is so frustrating. I, uh, yeah. Josh, can you defend the puzzles? I can't necessarily defend them, but I also... You never got irritated with them? I got, I I got irritated like at like... the very first one, because well, I was looking... I seriously spent five minutes looking at that door, trying to yeah. find the shape in the door. I didn't realize it was actually in the environment. After that... We did the same thing, too. After that, no. I thought they were basic and easy enough to get through that... Right. It just... Right. It, but So what was the point? So what was the point of them? I guess maybe to get you to explore other areas and environments. Because if those doors didn't exist, it would be that straight. And okay, the game is linear, completely linear, hundred percent. But yeah, if it was just a door that you opened and went through, it couldn't have had all those side rooms and dungeons and caverns you went through, and the the whole um that didn't in, that didn't make anything more interesting. And the time phase just puzzle. lengthened the time. It just it just arbitrarily lengthened the game. I, I'm not going to try to defend it any further than that because, yeah, it's a game. It's going to have some things like that. But we are at the point in games where some it games doesn't don't need though. to. Some games yeah, have like where things... graduated beyond that. Yes, yes. And they spent so much time making really fucking cool shit for this game. Like, the audio stuff was awesome. It looked incredible. The voice acting was really good. The car- the uh. Motion capture was really the FMV good. The environments was, were sweet. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't come up with another game that does FMV like that. The FMV was really done in a cool way. And I will that say, you couldn't even totally tell it was FMV. Right now, without thinking of any other games off the top of my head, it had the best sound design in any game I've ever played. It was good. I mean, it wore thin on me. Like the whole, the whole voice thing, like sort of wasn't important. I think about halfway through that game, it like didn't matter. I, li- I like I liked that a whole lot. Just it wasn't it wasn't annoying. It was just like okay, yeah, she hears these voices, and and I even said like occasionally it made me laugh, like because some of their voices were really weird and said funny mm-hmm. things, but like just if that game had fifty percent less puzzles or fifty percent less combat or one or the other or something. I would have probably no complaints. Or if I had played it on easy from the very beginning and just burned through the combat because getting stuck in combat scenarios like that, even though it wasn't hard, it still ate up a bunch of time of that game. How long? It ruined It ruined the experience. How long were you fighting Hella for? Too, too long. Too long. Before realizing like, you weren't supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, too long. Yeah probably 15 minutes again or so. Oh, jeez. And, and, and AJ, yeah, AJ and I, well, because you know why I thought it, it was going to have an end? Because of how fucking long the one in hell was. Mm-hmm. Like, you actually had to get through all of that. You had to actually bite, feed all the, bleh, fight all the enemies and beat them and win. So, by the end of that game, whenever it does the exact same fucking thing, how am I supposed to get, oh, you're supposed to die? Because your voices were telling you to? 
but that doesn't mean that doesn't necessarily mean do it the whole game you're not supposed to necessarily under, like listen to what they're fucking saying I guess, so I mean, no I guess. that's not a good once reason. i started hearing them say that and realizing the enemies weren't stopping from spawning is when i realized oh i think i'm supposed to let myself die here. i legitimately got beat so who knows how long i would have done that it was it reminded me and, very much of the ending of reach yeah, I thought that was really fucking bad. I thought the ending of that game was awful in terms of gameplay. Like, as as soon as it started throwing enemies at you and you could see in the environment that you were going to hit arenas where you had to fight enemies, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm. What are you doing? <laughs> like, this is one of those things. we talk, We've talked about this in a bunch of other... A lot of games make this mistake where, okay, it's the end of the game. You got to kill a lot of people. Or you gotta fight a lot of things, because it's the end of the game. We gotta make it some sort of, you gotta get some sort of impedance to not finishing the game. And, like, the fact that you could just see that coming so clearly in that, at the end of Hellblade, I was just like, I was just shaking my head. I was like, dude, no. Just no. You you threw away everything you had going in this game. And it's, uh, it's frustrating, because there are so many good things about it, and... For me, it just ruined mostly the entire thing. Like, I, I would really, really suggest playing that game on easy or normal. Do not do the, the auto difficulty at all. Now, I won't, I, I've heard that from other sources, too, to, to play it on easy. And I don't have a... Like, I won't argue that at all. Yeah. And maybe I'm just not as critical about games as you are, but I did not hate any of the things you are complaining about. I knew you wouldn't. I knew you wouldn't, and I can't explain why, but you, I, like, seriously, I want somebody to, to defend that stuff to me, because it really was, like, like, you have to step back and think, like, that wasn't the point of that game. The combat was not the point. That is not what they set out to do. That's not the story they set out to tell. It was there because it's a video game, and that's when, that's when things really piss me off, like... You're going out, you're setting out to tell a story, to do a unique way of telling a story, a very different kind of story. Focus on Just that. Just tell it. Just fucking do that. Like, it will, it'll pay off. Like, games with no combat get high praise anymore. So, it can work. And it could have worked. And I just wish it would have. Like, that, I think that's why I'm so upset about it, is because, like, AJ was kept, AJ would say when we were playing, he's like, dude, this was a really cool moment. And then it was just, oh, here, fight a bunch of dudes. Like It had so many cool moments. It had so many cool it, moments. It was, there were so many cool things that happened. Holy that hell, talk about a game, an unnerving game. I was genuinely creeped out more than once throughout playing it. Yeah. Like... Yeah, like the beginning, it does a really good job at the beginning with like the whole, if depending on which one you do, the fire yeah. stuff, where holy shit, everything's on fire and people were burned alive and this is really fucked yeah. up. And like, and then you have to run through it. Like that was really like the cool. two and that then, I come off the top of my head is the one I, I mentioned to you. But whenever uh, Val Raven is eating away at your back and you that that completely was lost on me. I thought that whole Val Raven area was bad. I hated that area. Um, and then the other one is whenever you lose your sight and you're going yeah. through, like it starts yeah. off pretty basic and straightforward how you just got to find your way through the environment. But then once it introduces those weird ass enemies that are running around, yeah. yeah, that was fucking creepy. 
it worked it worked for a little bit for me in that one uh by the time i because it went on a little long by the time it got to the end towards the end of that darkness area i i literally ran through it well the last area i I did run through as well i was like i was like okay i'm tired of creeping around if i die i'll know where to avoid and i just ran but the the part i was when you're walking it drug on a little too long but the part when you're walking through water and there's just bodies hanging from the ceiling that you're pushing up yeah oh oh i yeah and um fenrir the thing with him where you couldn't be in the darkness Mm -hmm. that was cool that that was a cool area and he was that was a cool boss fight Mm -hmm. With him, I think he was the best boss fight. Uh, this giant wolf, only they made him look real fucked up. Yeah. Oh, I love um, the way they made Hella look. Yeah, I didn't. I, like I her, liked but... that a whole lot because she wasn't like too over the top. She was still very. She still resembled like a human being to an extent, but just in a very fucked up way. Yeah, I I didn't totally love how she looked, but lots of cool things in that game hindered by. Not great gameplay. Lots of cool things, regardless. Yeah. I, hey, well, you know what's hilarious? I'm I'm looking at um, reviews on Amazon. I saw a four star review. I saw the good and the bad. First bullet under the bad. Combat camera and movement doesn't support the number of enemies thrown at you near the end of the game. I can defend that for a second. You are sup- I think you're supposed to feel overwhelmed mm-hmm. by the camera and everything. That that we mentioned it last week, where the voices will tell you to watch out, and you do need to be listening. Uh-huh. That that I get. That was done well. I think that that was on purpose. Well, I, that, I guess that, that I didn't hate. If anything, but, I'm I'm just confirming the enemies yes. thrown at you near the end of the yes. game. Yeah, I've heard I've heard a couple people saying like, "Yeah, the combat's not great, but oh well." And like, no, I can't just brush it aside like that because it really did. It really did ruin my experience of it. <laughs> so, I th- I wouldn't recommend playing this game right now. Why not? Because of that. Huh. I I think I think if you want to play it, you should wait on it, know exactly what you're getting into, and don't use the auto difficulty. Like I I don't think it's something you must play right now because like when well, you, when you said. But it's not something like oh I need to know what is going on in this game. I need to like see it. You know, I think you can. I don't think yeah, it's like you know what? that crazy. I think we could have this conversation earlier because there's really no spoilers in the game. Like we're not spoiling anything. Hey, you never know because there really is nothing to spoil. You're right. It's just experiencing Senua's journey moments yeah, and, and the you moments. Could, you throughout. could ruin moments. Yeah, yeah. The only thing so far that sounded like a spoiler to me was you said the final boss where you have to die instead of fight. But you don't. Yeah. Die. It's it's a whole thing with the whole psychosis and mental illness thing that they're. Tell me why you think it's so important. And I w- I knew that was coming. <laughs> well, you got when you say things like that, you need I to know. defend it because I, I that's my problem with the critical reception of this game. Yeah, because I'm not the only one that obviously thinks that way. Like, I think this game is done so well from telling the story of things that are relatable for people out there. That you just don't really think of on a day-to-day basis. No. But then, while playing through this and realizing, hey, this shit's, like, going on and taking place and it's based on reality and how well they transitioned from trying to tell that kind of story made sense to me and put, put I guess, kind of put that more into the spotlight of, of what they were trying to portray with the whole psychosis and whatnot. I don't know. It's tough to explain. But I think this game is fantastic. And what it does from a storytelling perspective should be looked at going forward with game. 
with games. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I thought it was done well. Like, I think the story was done well. It ultimately is about grief and dealing with grief, I think. She just happens to be mentally unstable while dealing with the grief. Yes. And that's cool. And that's well done. Uh, I think everybody is like, oh, man, this is like a really good testament to mental illness. Like, yeah, sure. They had somebody uh, consult them on how to do that. And like people do experience this. And it isn't necessarily nailed down to one specific thing because people can experience this kind of this kind of voices in your head and seeing things and whatever from multiple mental illnesses yeah and, it, and they don't they don't nail it down to one thing and i think that's really cool in the featurette that you can watch on the game it actually shows some of the people and they talk about you know things they've experienced and how they transitioned and made that a mechanic within the game which i thought was yeah. really cool now i think that's why a lot of people were like hey this game's really good because it did a thing that nobody ever does and everybody's looking at that they're they're, be, they're not more being than cool enough on the game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand. I have been that way about certain games too. Like, there's plenty of games where I've said, like, "Fuck the gameplay. It does all these other things really well." I don't think Hellblade does that stuff <clears throat> that well that it outweighs it. Is my problem. Like, ultimately, it's just an okay game. Yeah. Overall. Yeah, and see, I'm like, on, I'm on the other side of the fence with that. It is very, it is very like middle of the road to me. That's why I'm saying like I don't, I wouldn't necessarily recommend anybody play it. Like last week, I did because it had a strong start, I thought, and I saw what was coming. I I was even complaining about the combat from the little bit that we played. <laughs> and little so, did you like, know what was ahead. And little did I know how fucking annoying it was going to be. So, yeah. Uh, I also, I, I read a bit about more about it and whatnot, and and the whole thing that we didn't even mention upon, but like the the Viking environment and you know the era this takes hey, place in, right up my right up my alley. Yeah, and too, and I guess all of that stuff like Druth is a real mm -hmm. thing. Like it's it's what they referred to as people. Like there were terms that they uh like back in that era they return they uh they termed it like those people are called Druths. The ones that oh. go crazy and go off into the woods, like they're they they actually took all that into perspective when forming the you know the the current day environment for them for the se the setting the setting was fantastic, I th I thought it was awesome and 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 I love Norse mythology and how as Senua you are not a Northman mm -mm. you you are somebody who was fucking raided by Vikings like your village was raided by Vikings. And they are so, they are so uh, influential on her life. Like that's why she's learning about the Northmen and everything because they are a fucking extreme threat. And the only reason, and I thought, and I thought that was awesome. The only reason she didn't die in the raid on her village is because she was outcast because of her mental yep. illness. Yeah, I, I just, I think everything about that whole thing is just so cool. It's a cool game. With a lot of faults, in my opinion. <laughs> Two faults: puzzles and combat. Uh, no, I have more. Um, oh, how shit. you learn okay. about how you learn about the uh, the collectible? God damn it! Just god damn it! Why do you have to stand around the stone to hear it? Why? Why can't you fucking keep walking? You can walk a little bit, but yeah, it does cut off a little yeah. bit, little bit. But it does the thing that Horizon did very poorly, where you have to stand still and listen to what he has to say, 
and there are a lot of those in Hellblade. I also disliked that. Yeah, fuck that. That was awful. <laughs> there should have been less of them, and you should have been able to hear it the whole time. As soon as you initiate one, keep moving. So, And yeah. I will also say it does something that I hate that some video games do. That's kind of a thing sometimes, where collectibles or doing certain specific things will give you more actual story come the end of the game. Yeah, that I didn't even know about yeah. that. Whatever, but that is pretty frustrating yeah, I don't, too. That's just a genuine, like a, I don't know if you want to call it a mechanic or whatever you want to call it, a thing that some games do that I don't like. Like, don't hide. I don't like that Don't either. hide some story behind having to find all of a collectible of, or do a certain thing. Yeah, I agree. That, with that. has been a thing forever. <clears throat> yeah. So, whatever. Yeah, because it's actually kind but of I a agree. cool thing that you find out Druth, you know, throughout this entire game, Druth is like this brave warrior and someone who helped, like, does whatever. But you find out. I never thought that. And then, well, did you know, come the end, he was actually a coward and caused the destruction of her village? I mean, I know well, you sent me that yeah. thing. I didn't know that because I didn't get the yeah. ending. But I never thought he was like, he seemed, he himself seemed crazy. Yeah. So I think that was the point, And I didn't necessarily trust him. So that came across on its own, mm-hmm. you know. And, like, whenever you sent me that thing about, like, here's what happened in the game, like, I understood everything that happened in that game. Like, it, after, like, thinking about it a little bit, as you're playing it, it's very confusing. But once it's over and you stop and you're like, oh, yeah, I I see all of these things, it makes sense. So Odds there will be a sequel. There better not be. That, like, what? What? Like, when it ended that way, I was like, are you serious? Come on. Not everything has to have a sequel. I, I mean, it might not. I, who, who knows? I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't. I'm split. Like, if it doesn't, I'd be fine. If it does, I'll play it. <laughs> I'll play it if they if they have an option to just experience Turn it. off combat. Yep. If they, do, if they do a super, super easy mode like Uncharted 4. Well, I mean, that was the easy mode that you could have done. Not really. You still had to fight things, and and by the time uh, by the time the end of the game happened, there is there were a couple sections where you fight a lot of fucking enemies, even on easy. The that bridge, leading like to, the final bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, when I was going over that bridge, and an enemy popped up, I wanted to throw the controller <laughs> through the screen. Were you at least happy you didn't have to fight Hella? One less boss fight. Whatever. Yeah. It didn't matter. I had to fight everything else. I had to fight all the same bosses again. That's great. Love when games do that in a way like that. <laughs> God damn it. Wasted potential makes me mad more than anything. So, that's why I'm so fired up about this game. I was I was flipping out when we beat it. I told AJ I was like if this game is in anybody's top 10, I'm going to I'm going to scream and it's going to be. It's going to probably be in a lot of people's top 10s this gonna year. It's going to be in my top 10 this year. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? No. Why? Because I like. You it. played ten other games that were better already. I'm telling you. Um, I mean, probably. Don't put it in your top ten because it did a mental illness thing. I will absolutely I was going to say, Nick, at the risk of offending somebody, I don't want to I know, see, I don't want it to sound like that. I don't but want that it to get cynical, special treatment because of yeah, that. Yeah, that's the cynical view I have of that. It should be graded on how it performed as a game. Yeah. Period. Yeah. 
And that goes for anything. Forget about mental illness in oh, general. Ev- yeah, everything. You shouldn't everything. get you shouldn't get special treatment because you know you were like talking about something or whatever that you know is taboo or whatever. Like praise that aspect for sure. But yeah. then also look at the game objectively. Yeah. That's all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was my point earlier. Yeah. I couldn't say. I, I couldn't say. I, it. I, I, I couldn't explain it. it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. That's it. That's that's it. There's nothing wrong with what I said. Period. Yeah. Looking at my list, I've played 13 games that came out in 2017. So this is absolutely in my top 10. Uh, I guess you probably haven't played that many. I played a lot of games this year, but I only put the 2017 games in there. So yeah. All right, we should uh, we should end this. Uh, I'm curious what people think about Hellblade. I don't know that no nobody's got in touch with us that's played what does it. Metacritic have to say about it. Oh, it's it, it's it's like eights or something, eighty yeah, I something. Think I checked game rankings. I, I swear it was like eighty. I did it like two seconds ago. Am I an idiot? If somebody had a gun to my head to score that game, I'd give it a seven. See, seven still that sounds good. fair. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's good. It's just <laughs> not that great. Eighty-two. It's very on game mediocre, rankings. kind of. Yeah. I'd give it. I'd give it a nine. Wow. Hey, it's not. It's not wow. a ten. Okay. Nothing. It's, is it's not near automata. Dark Souls. That's definitely not a 10. <laughs> Alright. Hey everybody, we'll see. As, as you listen to this in the morning, don't forget enjoy the solar eclipse. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, stare directly at it while you're listening to this. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't have glasses, so I'm fucked, I guess. Sol- solar eclipse. We're building glasses. a pinhole thing at work. There you go. But I'll probably Good just idea. look at it anyways. I'll probably just Die. Take somebody's when they're done looking you at it. You know what I heard you could do? And I don't know how much they cost, but you could go to like a Lowe's or a Home Depot, buy welding goggles, and then return them. Okay, hold on. I, I as you can well imagine, I put way too much time into all this stuff. There's a certain shade grade, and most welding goggles are well beneath them. Okay, well, shit. But, yeah, w- which is insane because people probably think they're fine. And like, I think maybe common is like 11 or 12 and it needs to be 14 or more. The glasses I got, you cannot see anything unless you look directly at the sun. That's how dark these things are. So wonder wow. if that takes away from seeing it then. Like, because then aren't you still just seeing black? Like you won't be able well, to no, see it. Well, no, hold on. Here's the thing. If you're in the path of totality, you can, when it's eclipsed fully, you can look at it. The problem is leading up and directly after that you have to have the production. But if you yeah, are, we'll, if you're in the path, we'll of totality, see fifty percent. You can look at it. Yeah, I think yeah. ours is ninety-seven. Some, so holy shit, really? Yep. Yeah, because I think oh, I wow. think North Carolina is where it ends, right? Because I, I think that's know. where a lot of people are traveling to, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. No, Oregon, and I know somebody is going to Tennessee. Yeah, like my, somebody at my office is going to Tennessee. To I think it's it. it's funny. There's a flight that tracks the entire totality on accident from Oregon to wherever the ending destination is. That is funny. And, and well, and there's there there's one I think by I can't remember which airline, but they they set it up intentionally and they're flying with it, so the whole flight. Ooh, wonder how much will, one of those tickets cost. You can't even get it. It's for like astronauts and uh, astronomy like professionals. And uh, stuff. that makes sense. That's that's good. Eclipse cast. Yeah, I was gonna say Eclipse cast. <laughs> All right, uh, let us know what you thought about Hellblade. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you uh, next week. Yep. See you guys.